Oh, hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 443. It's an early Saturday morning, not too far after 5am. <clears throat> Pardon me, I've travelled to the gym this morning to do an early, early morning workout. Feeling alive, vibrant. Got up nice and early, had a shower. Part of my routine. Have a shower, get fresh. Yes, I know, then I've come to the gym. I'd have to go home and have another one, but anyway, I feel good. And today I wanted to talk about an extension of what I was talking about on a, uh, a Facebook Live video that I did yesterday afternoon. I got a question in uh, from, a, from a guy that um, lives in Australia, but he doesn't live uh, local to me, so he couldn't come to see me to, to use my services and ask me... Uh, what are some of the things that you look for when you're uh, picking a good you know, trainer, coach to, to work with. So I just outlined in the video of uh, the key highlights. I thought I might cover those again quickly here and um, cover some things in, in more depth as well. Uh, so there's a few key things that I encourage everybody to look for. I mean, I get, every now and then I'll get people that are just what I call tire kickers, they're just shopping around on price and, and so forth. And I say, look, if you're looking for the, the cheapest coach, trainer around, then I'm not your person. Because if you're just, you'll always find somebody that's gonna be cheaper. Uh, you know, in my area, you will find people that are training people for $20, $30 an hour or, or less than that. Now that's, I mean, there's people that are working at McDonald's that are getting paid 14 bucks an hour. Um, if, if there's people out there that want to charge that, that sort of money, then it tells you a couple of things about uh, the type of business and services that they're providing. And basically it's a, it's a cash hobby. And this is one of the problems that I have in the industry, <laughs> certainly in our country, the registered training organisations over the last five to ten years have unfortunately taken advantage of the, uh, the all the government funding that they've had entitled to them, and they've just absolutely thrashed uh, training course and certificate three and four in fitness, and um, unfortunately they don't appropriately support the students and they're the ones that are making all the money out of it not the students and the students often don't go on to to do anything uh, because they're a little bit disillusioned and they don't know how to get started in the business or they don't know how to con continue in the business they certainly don't know how to run a fitness business they're not given those skills at all and I think there's a a perception out there that you know it's a it's a really easy qualification to to get that's probably not a, a misconception. It is an easy qualification to get if you're, you know, put your your head down and you you put in the work, but you you don't have to put in a, a lot of work just to get through if you want to. I mean, in my case, I wanted to do my absolute best, so um, because it was a career change and everything. But you get out of it what you put into it, and you know you get the qualification and. I think there's, there's this perception that you hear of 
how much it is to you know, do a personal training session. People think, oh wow, gee, if I could earn 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 plus dollars uh, to do a session, then you know, if I'm working in the, well, let's say, the supermarket or something like that, I'm getting 15, 17, 20, 25, 30 dollars an hour, then that means that, gee, I could get two, three times that amount. That means that I need to work you know, so many reduced hours, I could do that. Now, well, if you go in with that mindset, then clearly you're not going to be a success because, uh, for one, if you're going to run your own business, then you've got to be working a lot, lot harder than just a job. Uh, so if you're working a lot more than you know, 40 hours a week, or 38 hours a week, <laughs> and uh, it's not like a normal job where you have one hour after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other, like eight hours back to back a day where you've got uh, one client waiting for you while the other one's training kind of thing. Um, it comes in in patches. So anyway, um, I have a bit of a beef with all that and there's a couple of registered training organisations in Australia, one in particular, uh, that uh, really took advantage of the, the funding and as a result of their unscrupulous behaviour, the government um, removed all the funding. So guess what? The number of courses being offered then plummeted, number of people coming out. There's still a lot, but um, it's plummeted a lot because uh, people are now having to pay for it. Now I've seen some courses up to $8,000 uh, being charged and all of that being funded by the government. I mean, it's, it's crime, I think. Because then they, they've got no skin in the game. They don't then go on to, to do anything about it. And it's just one more thing that they've done. Uh, so that's disappointing. So anyway, getting back to how you would go about selecting the right one, I think there's some key, key elements. The first one for me is making sure that this person is running a professional business. Now, how would you... How would you do that? First thing I look for is, does the person have a website? Now in this day and age, I notice that there's a whole bunch of people out there uh, in my area, uh, but this will be universally around the world, that don't have a website, but they're all over social media. Um, to me, if you just have a Facebook page or you're just on Instagram or something like that and you don't have a website, then you don't have a professional business because those that are like serious about business will be capturing leads and providing content and information across various platforms and you should have a professionally presented website. Now when it comes to that website, I think there's some, some key things in there. You want to be able to understand about the person that is there and their team that are going to be training you and you want to Make sure that they've got um, success stories in there, it's got good content, how long they've been established for, uh, all that kind of stuff. What free content are they giving? What are the range of services that they, they offer? Uh, when it comes to the actual person, like I said before, you wanna make sure that they are appropriately qualified. Okay, so uh, what I mean by that, in Australia, the minimum qualification for a personal training is Certificate 3 and Certificate 4 in fitness. Now you could have an 
um, you know, a sports science degree or, or something like that. You'd be an exercise physiologist, all that kind of stuff, um, and that's great. Uh, but you, they need to have a qualification. You also really want to make sure that they're insured. A lot of people are just backyard operators that are running, are running what they're doing as a hobby. They do it on the side. Most of them run another job and uh, are just doing you know, after hours or whatever to make a, a little bit of extra cash. So they, they're not declaring it to the tax office, any of that kind of stuff. It's just a hobby that they, uh, you know, they're running. And um, as a result of that, they don't have the appropriate protections in place. So they're not insuring their equipment. They don't have professional indemnity insurance. They don't have public liability insurance. Uh, which is essential in this in this industry because it's one of the the riskier in, injury uh, sorry riskier industries that are out there because of the fact that you're pushing people and there's a, a chance of people having heart attacks getting ill injuring themselves etc if you don't know what it is that you're doing so you want to make sure that they they have the appropriate insurance covers in place as well and that's just to me a sign that this person is serious about what it is that they're doing. Uh, the, uh, I think the, the years that somebody has been in business in the industry is also important. Um, it, it just goes to, I suppose, their, their passion and dedication to the industry. Uh, that's another key, a key part. Um, another factor that I say is that you want to be registered with an appropriate national organisation. So in Australia, there's a couple that you can be registered with. I'm registered with Fitness Australia. Um, why is that good? Well, it's a national register. You can search by your particular suburb as to uh, you know, who are the fitness professionals and their appropriate qualifications in your region. So with Fitness Australia, there's three different levels, level one, two, three, with level three being the highest uh, accreditation that you can have. I'm level three. Um, I guess what that says to you is that, you know, if you're searching in your area and you're comparing people, then you want to go for the most qualified. That doesn't always mean that the most qualified is the best because you can have academics, for instance, that are teaching in universities around any type of topic, put them in the real world and they're hopeless. So it doesn't necessarily mean that, it's just another factor that I take into consideration. So whatever yours is around the, the world, if you're over in America or something, I would just jump on Google and see what is the national register for um, fitness coaches, personal trainers, etc., etc., and you'll find that again. It's just one more thing that I say says to you about this person's intention in the industry, their professionalism in the industry. Uh, the, the next element is comes down to the guts of what they do. You need to make sure that this person is um, qualified to work in nutrition. Uh, so for me, I am. Um, so you need to make sure that the person will do individually tailored meal plans. I'm not talking about just a generic meal plan that uh, everybody gets the same thing. I'm talking about individually tailored. 
because when you're working with somebody, you're going to be different to the last person that came in and the next person that comes in. Um, I work with children as young as 11. I work with adults up to the age, or my eldest one at the moment, I think he's 78. Um, I work with people that need to lose over 100 kilos of uh, fat. I work with people that are elite athletes at a, on a world level. Now, if I just gave all of them exactly the same meal plan, then what would that tell you? Well, it's kind of a one glove fits all, and that's not the case. Everybody's mindset's different. Everybody's nutritional tastes are different. I mean, I do plans that are gluten-free, lactose-free, uh, vegetarian, vegan, no intolerances, uh, you name it. Uh, so that's a really important point. What I see, and the gym where I'm training right now, I see that, oh, I've heard stories from um, past clients or you know, clients that come to see me and say, oh, I did this with this person, and they're giving out a meal plan, and the person isn't qualified to give a meal plan. So they're really exposing themselves. What they do is they give a meal plan based on what they've been doing for a few years or what's giving them some results, but they're not qualified to give a person a meal plan. So you're getting something that's generic. I've seen some that have been atrocious, like I've actually been given a copy of what they've been given by another trainer. And it's like, man, this is so inappropriate. Um, so, and I've also seen on the other side, uh, dietitians that have given out meal plans to people that have, in my view, been absolutely atrocious in terms of achieving a body transformation. I think one of the issues I have with dietitians and nutritionists, certainly in my region, is that they, they don't work out themselves. So in terms of them being able to achieve a body transformation for somebody, uh, they just have no idea. Uh, you know, they work with people that are either uh, children, people that have intolerances, or people that are coming out of hospital, or all that kind of stuff, and they might know from a technical perspective, oh, we need to give these nutrients and stuff, but they're not, they're not giving great advice in terms of giving a transformation. So uh, I think that that's disappointing. You've heard me talk about it before. Um, I find that that is often disappointing. Uh, so you want to work with somebody that is qualified to give this information. And again, is that the be-all and end-all? No, but it's one more thing that you need to take into consideration because this is going to lead then into my next point, which is about results. You need to make sure that this person that you want to work with is got um, before and after photos, written testimonials, video testimonials of the results that you want to replicate. So <clears throat> um, most of my clients are weight loss. So that means that you'll find a whole heap of before and after photos on our success stories pages on our websites. You'll find videos, you'll find um, the photos, the written stories. You'll find real names. They'll be real people. You don't want to be going with somebody that has just got made up testimonials because so many people just make up testimonials. And they'll say, oh, Chris J says that you know, blah, 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 I achieved X, Y, Z. There's no before and after photos and you're just uh, getting some text that anyone could make up. 
with mine you'll see that I use real names uh, they're real people ages professions all that kind of stuff make it as real as possible um, <coughs> the other thing that you can use as a bit of an indication of that is they should all your before and after photos shouldn't be studio shot because your studio shot ones just kind of reek a little bit of this could be fake and they've just grabbed photos off the that have been photoshopped or, or just professional photos that have said oh, well, I'll take this person I'll take this one I'll say that this is my person just hope that the, the actual real person never actually finds out and I'll make up a story I know it sounds crazy but people do it so you've got to find stuff that's real uh, for your uh, for your area <coughs> and then all of those things should you know be congruent with each other so you can see that the person is appropriately qualified you can see that they're getting the results <coughs> pardon me and you can see that it's all all very consistent um, the next thing that I would suggest is social media is so widely used these days so whether it's your Instagram Facebook etc I mean have a look at the type of person that you want to be working with so for instance uh, if you're if you're on a weight loss journey and you're a, a 55 year old woman um, to me it's probably unlikely that you're going to want to work with perhaps a, a female trainer that is always say posing in their undies or always showing like boob shots or butt shot butt shots of her exercising with her, her those scrunchy leggings that are going right up the butt and um, you know showing a lot of cleavage and all that kind of stuff all the time that that is probably going to put off a lot of women now there's some women that they might be attracted to that but I can tell you that my client base that's in that range would not be attracted to that type of um, you know person at all and I think the person that's going to do that has a different sort of mindset um, as in the trainer that's doing that is going to have a different type of mindset and that may or may not be what it is that you're looking for again an another thing might be you might be really into tattoos so therefore what you want to do is you're having a look at images and so forth and you're you're seeing that this fitness person that you're wanting to work with is covered in tattoos or has got tattoos that you like or they're showing off their tattoos or they're they're talking about tattoos and fitness and stuff and you think well I really want to connect with that maybe uh, boxing is something that you want to get into in terms of your fitness so uh, somebody that's showing lots of images of their their boxing and uh, what it is that they're doing as part of their workouts might be something that's really interesting to you um, another social media platform that you might want to check out is LinkedIn uh, again LinkedIn is like a professional version of social media um, and depending on the type of person that you want that will give you an idea as to how the person conducts themselves for me I think it's about consistency if you look across any of my uh, social media platforms whether it's Twitter Facebook Instagram uh, websites LinkedIn you'll see that everything is professional everything is very consistent and that's just the way that I conduct myself now not everybody's like that and you get a lot of people posting a lot of professional stuff uh, sorry um, unprofessional stuff personal stuff um, I see 
uh, a lot of personal trainers that every now and then they'll go on rants about certain things. It could be about clients, it could be about behaviours, using a lot of swearing and stuff. Like I went to uh, something last weekend and uh, he uses a lot of, uh, well not a lot, but he, he, I've seen two or three posts of his last two or three posts of his had swearing in it, like F this, F that. And for me, I never swear in any of my social media. I never swear in any of my um, uh, my, my posts uh, because for me, I just think it's inappropriate. But that's just how I conduct myself. Now, if I stand around listening to conversations here in the gym, just about every single conversation will be F this, F that, or you know, F bombs dropped everywhere. Uh, it's just a way that some people talk in their everyday language to me. That's not the way that I want to present myself. Because I feel it's unprofessional and like self-control um, and just being a shock, a shock jock for the, the case, you know, the, the case of being shocking. Um, so I don't, I don't do that. But I guess you probably hear what I'm, I'm talking about. You want to look at the social media and see is this the type of person that I want to be working with are they speaking the way that I want to be spoken to are they inspirational are they educational are they empowering I mean the fitness industry is very very egotistical so you'll find many people that everything they post is all about them everything's about them as opposed to I don't care about you so much I want to care this is if I was looking for a trainer it's not about you, it's about what results are you going to bring me? That, that's what people want. I don't care, they care what's in it for them. What are you going to do for me to help me? I don't care that you're, you know, ABC. I, I, I want to know what you're going to do for me. And you'll get a good idea of that from uh, social media, their websites and all that kind of stuff. So they would be the things that I would say are fundamental when you're looking for a, a trainer. And the, the next things are to, they should be offering some type of free service so that you can go in and have a consultation with them or do it over the phone so that you can get to understand more about the programs that they're offering. And um, I, it wouldn't necessarily be a free service, but if it was like, I don't offer a free personal training session, I offer free two weeks of my bootcamp program, but um, not personal training. Um, you get a free consultation, uh, but you don't get uh, a free um, PT package. Mainly because I don't need to do that uh, because of the, the results that I, I give. And actually, that's another good point. People should be providing 100% guarantee uh, if they're coaching you. Uh, I do, 100% um, guarantee on results. And I know there'll be a bunch of people listening to this saying, oh, well, you can't, you can't say that because what if this person does this and this person does that and whatever. Well, I have agreements in place with people that say, well, this is what I'm going to do, this is what you're going to do, and that's what guarantees you the results. Uh, you can't just show up and expect the results to be there. You've got to do your work, I'll do my work. But I can tell you, hand on heart, every single person I've worked with gets the results, puts the work in every single one without fail um, so that's how I can guarantee it so you want to work with someone like that too somebody that is prepared to put themselves on the line 
uh, because they know what they do works, they believe in what they do, and they'll get you the results. You want somebody that's going to have your back. Uh, I think that in this day and age, you, you want to be working with somebody that's spreading their wings uh, far and wide. You know, they've been in the industry for a while. They are doing a lot of good work. Have a look at the maybe the community work that they're doing as well. Have a look at um, any additional services that they added that are all congruent. Uh, so, for instance, we used to have a, a guy here in, in my area uh, that he started probably a couple of years before me, actually, and uh, he was doing outdoor stuff. Uh, he now doesn't do it and he sells jewellery, I believe, something like that, as a sales rep of, of some sort. Like, to me, I, I get the fact that people need to uh, change careers because they can't run a business, they can't make money out of or enough money out of what it is that they're doing and they need to change. But the person for me that is going to be really passionate about your results and there for your success is going to be there forever. That's the person, not somebody that's you know thinking about doing something else on the side. It's like everything is congruent. I usually look at everything that I do. I do this podcast. I do. Uh, you know, I've been training myself for 30 over 30 years. I've been full time in this industry uh, for over 10 years, or coming up to 10 years. Uh, next month, I have got very professional platforms. I've got lots of different platforms. Uh, you look at the people that I mix with. You look at who my coaches are. That's another good question to be asking people. Who are their coaches? Because if they're not getting coaching, why should they go to you as a coach? Because how, how are they getting better? You want somebody that's constantly working on themselves, constantly focused on improving themselves so that they can be a better coach for you. Uh, so that's a really good question to be asking them too. So my coach, JT, he's got eight different coaches uh, that he uses. He pays millions of dollars a year uh, to get coaching. You want to be making sure that your, your coach, potential coach, is also getting coaching. So uh, that's probably you know, a fairly comprehensive um, a, you know, rundown as to what it is that you should be looking for. But I think a lot of people go into it with one thing in mind. What's the cheapest that I can get? And I would say if that is your mindset, you're not ready for a code share because you, you will absolutely get what you pay for. When uh, I hear JT, my coach, giving some live coaching, he asks people, have you ever had a coach before? So I'm just going to take a mouth for water. And I'll say, yeah. How much is to... Uh, how much did you pay them? And if they say, oh, you know, I pay $100 a month or I you know, do this, he says, that's not a coach. That's like a, that's like a mentor or something like that. That is not the, that's not the person that you're, um, that's going to take you from where you are right now to where you want to be. That's not, not the right person. Uh, so make sure that you, you take a look at that as well. So I hope this has been helpful for you. It, um, actually, the other tip that I would give you on, on the back of that is work out what your budget is. 
to be spending. And like I say to people, I can, I can give you a service no matter what your budget is. I mean, if, if that has to be free because you have no budget at all, then I direct you to uh, some, uh, some free programs that I run. If you've only got something like 20, 30, maybe up to $50 a week to be spending, or $45, $46 to be spending, which is the top end of what I do for boot camp, uh, then I would say, well, maybe it's a group experience that you need to be, to be following. Uh, if it's, uh, you know, really that one-on-one training that you want, then work out, okay, well, again, what's your budget? Maybe you can only do half an hour with a trainer a week, but the right person for half an hour a week can really be the difference for you. Uh, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's, you know, it's $100 a week, $200 a week, $300 a week. You've all got a budget, but work out what it is and then say, okay, what specifically do I want this person that I'm going to work with? How, what's the, the specific thing that I want from them? Is it a meal plan? Is it coaching? Is it the accountability once a week or however many times a week to get the results? Is it for them to write you a program and uh, hold you accountable for it? Like, what is it? Uh, Because I think too many people just go and find the cheapest person and think that I just need somebody to kick my butt. That's why I get a lot of young girls to come to me and say, I just need someone to kick my butt. And I say, but yeah, what do you really want? I just need someone to kick my butt. Well, I'm sorry, you're not going to... I can kick your butt, but you know, unless you're very clear on what it is that you want, then you're just going to wander around aimlessly and get some results, but you're not really going to reach your full potential because you don't know what you want. Uh, so be very clear. And also keep in mind the fact that in this environment, you can work with people anywhere around the world, work remotely. So find those people that you want to work with and find, okay, so if I can't be there in person, what services does this person offer so that I can work with them? So there's a, a few services that I'm going to be launching over the, or before the end of the year anyway, uh, but remote coaching services. So you pay a monthly fee, which won't be very much, and you will get uh, something like a, um, you know, a week, whether it's either weekly or whether it's a monthly uh, webinar or fortnightly, you get, uh, a, you know, your one-on-one coaching as well. Maybe you get one of those once a month. You get your updated program. You get an updated meal plan. You know, those kinds of things for a small fee. You think, well, actually, yeah, I could afford that and to do that. And then there's some accountability tools in place there as well. And you think, well, yes, that is something that I could do, and that would really help support me as opposed to the higher cost of doing something one-on-one uh, you know, multiple times a week. It's an individual thing. It comes down to what's going to work for you. Uh, but just keep in mind that there is that potential to work with people remotely as well. All right, so I am fully warmed up. I'm about to go and train some legs. Not too heavy because of my uh, issues with my hernia, but um, I'm going to go and enjoy that and get on with the rest of my day. So you have a fantastic day wherever you are. And I'll see you soon.